Lose your life for Jesus' sake. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. In the passage we're going to read today, Jesus gives his disciples uh, two very clear messages. First, he clearly spells out his identity as the Messiah, being a suffering servant. And he makes that picture very clear. And then he gives them a picture of what it means to be his disciple in light of the kind of death he would die. And um, so it's a great passage because of what it reveals about his identity and about the disciples' calling. Now, uh, the disciples' calling is something that applied to them and then applies to every believer on this side of the cross and resurrection. And so what he says to them about their call to be disciples uh, applies to us about our calling as Christ's disciples as well. Um, And so Jesus says some very uh, interesting things here that uh, we can really apply to our own journey. And um, he gives us some clear instruction about what it means to be his followers. So, great passage today as we get started. Um, As is our custom, let's uh, begin by spending some time in the Father's presence. Heavenly Father, we love you today. I thank you so much for another day. Uh, Every moment in this life, Lord God, is a gift from you. Every moment there's breath in our lungs. Every moment we have food on the table. Every moment we have... um, we have life is a gift and you are the giver of that gift you are the author of that gift and we give you thanks for that lord god we turn our hearts to you jesus you are our true home and we cling to you lord we have nowhere else to go uh, and you are the best place to go uh, the best place to be better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere Uh, We'd rather be with you, Jesus, than anywhere else. And so, Lord, we come hungry. We come ready. Teach our hearts today. Open our minds and our spirits to what you want to, uh, what you want to say. And, uh, Lord, we pray that we would leave this time um, having grown a little, having grown to see you more clearly, and having grown to understand our calling in Christ uh, with greater depth and um, awaken in us, Lord God, a passion to live out our calling as your disciples. We pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 9, verses 21 through 27. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone, and he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law. And he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. 
this is a, a, a great teaching, and uh, as Jesus begins the passage and as Luke begins recording what Jesus said, um, he gives his disciples uh, some indication that what he's teaching them is, in that moment, just for them right now. Uh, he didn't want them telling others what he said. This was uh, a teaching that was directed at them specifically. Uh, this was information he felt they needed to have as they progressed on their journey with him. And then he told them uh, that the Son of Man, that the Messiah of God, would suffer many things. The idea that the Messiah would be a suffering servant was incongruent with what they expected the Messiah to be. Uh, Jesus says that he would suffer, that he would be rejected by the religious teachers. And clearly they were seeing that play out in real time as Jesus continued on in his ministry. And then he said he must be killed and then on the third day be raised to life. So he's predicting his um, uh, crucifixion and resurrection. We know the rest of the story, and we know that Jesus would, in fact, die that brutal death. And we, know, and we know that on the third day, the tomb was empty. And Jesus would meet with the travelers on the road to Emmaus that we'll see later here in Luke's Gospel. And uh, we saw their sad hearts as they journeyed along, realizing that all of their hopes and expectations for Jesus to, believe, to be their political Messiah, to raise Israel once again to national prominence and to, to be a great power in the world, all of those hopes were dashed because they were looking for the wrong kind of Messiah. But Jesus made it clear that who they were walking with was, in fact, him. And all of their hopes re were restored and they began to see differently that Jesus was going to be a different kind of Messiah. Then Jesus speaks specifically to his disciples about their calling. Um, and he gives them some teaching about what it means to be his follower. He says, if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself, take up, take up your cross and follow me. Self-denial is a tough thing. <laughs> Why is it a tough thing? It's a tough thing because we are selfish to the core. That's our very nature. Uh, we come out of the womb selfish, don't we? Every baby crying and carrying on. I'm My diaper's wet. I'm hungry. I need attention. Feed me. Do this. Do that. And babies come out of the womb making demands on their parents because they're helpless. Um, but many of us stay in that helpless, infantile, emotional state without really progressing on into full, mature adulthood, uh, realizing that uh, we can't make infantile demands on the world and on people, and we certainly can't make infantile demands and expectations on our relationship with God. Um, but uh, that's what denying self means. It means putting self aside thinking of others, think putting others ahead of ourselves, seeing their needs as greater than our needs. Um, so Jesus says, you have to deny yourself. You have to put this, this selfish way of behaving behind you. You have to take up your cross, bear the burdens that come into your life as part of of my calling in your life. The burdens that you face are the things that you're called to, to bear and you're called to confront in your life. And, and you have to take these things up daily. And then um, follow me. This is about commitment. This is a decision not to just receive the gift of salvation, but to follow Jesus, to prioritize living for him 
in the world to say following Jesus is my true calling. I want to I want to be like him in the world. I want to see my life transformed so that I grow in Christ likeness. Ever increasing growth in Christ likeness is really the goal of every believer. And so we share Jesus with others, uh, praying that they'll grow, instructing them in the ways of Jesus so that they'll grow and share Christ with others who will go on the same journey. Uh, he says, forever wants to save their life will lose it. You want to preserve your uh, selfish tr- uh, life trajectory? You want to protect that? Guess what? You'll get your reward in this earth, but that'll be all you have. Uh, that's not a way to become Jesus' disciple. He says, if you're going to preserve your life in the earthly sense, in the selfish sense, then you will lose it. But whoever loses their life for his sake will save it. If you give out up your life, if you pour out your life for the sake of Jesus in the kingdom of God, uh, then that is a life who's been truly redeemed by the saving grace of Jesus. He says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet forfeit their soul? You can have everything you could possibly imagine in this life and still uh, be missing out on the one thing you need most, and that's a relationship with God, your creator. Having it all in this life doesn't mean uh, having it all uh, in the truest sense. When you have Jesus, you have it all. You can lack everything that this life offers, and yet if you have Jesus, you have everything. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of them when I come back. Um, Being ashamed of Jesus means pulling into the turtle shell when we're faced with opportunities to to be honest about our commitment to him. It means denying him and the multitude of subtle ways that we deny him throughout our lives. Uh, I mean, shrinking back when we're faced with the opportunity to say, hey, let me pray for you. I really believe Jesus has something to say to you in this situation. Here's a scripture that I would point you to that really speaks to this. And I want to love on you and I want to pray for you and I want to journey with you. And can we meet and read the Bible together once a week? And um, what you need here is Jesus. That's the answer. Not more money, not more possessions, not more attention. What you need is Jesus. When we're ashamed of lifting up Jesus, he'll be ashamed of us. And uh, Jesus closes his teaching here uh, by saying something kind kind of mysterious and strange. He says to them that some of those standing listening that day would not taste death before the coming of the kingdom. Now, that's possible because we don't know if some of them had an Elijah experience where they were ushered into the heavenlies uh, while they were still living their earthly life. Elijah just disappeared. God took him. He was gone. And so it's possible that Jesus had some saints uh, that uh, were ushered into God's heavenly kingdom while they were still on their earthly journey. We don't know because we weren't there. And the, Bibles don't really, the Bible doesn't really record that clearly. But that's uh, an interesting statement that some standing there would not taste death before seeing the kingdom's arrival. So in a real sense, seeing Jesus is seeing the kingdom. Uh, It is to see into, it is to peer into the kingdom of God through the lens of our knowledge of the person of Jesus, who is the revealer of the heart of God. Jesus perfectly reveals God to us. And when we see Jesus, we see the kingdom. All right, my friends, well, great teaching today, great insight from the Lord as he shares about his death and resurrection and also about our calling as his disciples. 
And I wonder today if there are some barriers to us living out that call to take up our cross daily and to follow him. We want to be those who account the cost and say, Jesus, following you is a no-brainer. All right, my friends, God bless. Thanks for listening. We'll get caught up again tomorrow.